0: That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind.
1: From the heart of Appalachia, located under a shopping mall near the city that moves mountains, you're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. And 9, 8, 7, 6,
0: 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Greetings. Yeah. Isn't this cool? Hello, everyone. Welcome to here to Chew Bubble Gum. I am Goose.
2: What's up, Flockers? How are we this morning?
0: As you we got s- everybody in here. Yes, we're doing some uh, things a little bit different. We have some special guests. We have Chaotic 6033.
1: Yeah.
0: Welcome back. And we have Joe from Fed Up Five by Five. What's up, y'all? How are you guys doing this morning? I
3: am doing great. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Getting over a head cold. So, you know, it it feels good to be here in flocking headquarters. I like this. I like this. Usually I'm like twisting knobs and looking at different different things. So how does it sound on your end? Does it sound good? Absolutely. Absolutely. Video good. Everybody in YouTube. <laughs> Joining us this morning.
2: Yeah, we got everybody here already.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Not me rearranging my entire shack at like one in the morning last night, trying to make sure the microphone cord stretched all the way over there. It was a process. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to do this? How are we going to set this up? Oh, I so.
0: I could get used to this. This would be like, you know, having like a producer to actually, you know, or an uh, engineer to actually work the controls and so forth.
2: Right, you actually just get to enjoy the show, yeah. yeah.
3: So, so, flocking studios coming soon, or what?
0: Oh, there you go. You can't be a network good. unless you have your own studio. So, this, isn't
2: this my studio? Yes, uh, kind of. I mean,
0: yeah, all right. This is here to chew bubble gum west. Usually, I'm gonna chew bubble gum east. <laughs> there you go.
2: They're <laughs> in the other bunker studios. <laughs> there we go.
0: Bunker two. Oh, uh, um. Let's see. Do you want to start out with some listener email, Rebecca?
2: Yeah, do you have it? Do you need it?
0: No, I have it on my.
2: You have it on your phone. On my cellular device. Your cellular device. All right. Well, that's good. Did you make it up the driveway okay, Goose? Yes.
0: Yes. No right. problems at all. Did not spin
2: out any. Well, good. So. Did you send me the
0: uh, yes I did? Where is it? Uh oh,
2: there we go. There you From Dixon 09. Mm-hmm. All right, Goose. You sir are an asshole. Why did you end the show that way last week? I was worried about you all week. I even got on YouTube to see if you were posting content. I stopped worrying when I saw that you were and started again when someone told me that you could schedule things. For real. Don't do anything like that again. Again. You're an asshole, but I love you, and I know that lots of others do too, Roswell. I do have to fully agree with him. The way that you uh, ended the show last week was a complete dick move, and I had everybody fucking contacting me to make sure that you weren't going to go die tomorrow. (laughs) Uh,
0: First, thank you very much, Dixon09, Uh, everybody last week, everybody who uh, sent the queen a message. Thank you, guys. I had a friend die last week last saturday then we're doing the show sunday and i don't know just towards the end i started thinking about things and, you know just got a little uh emotional so i just put it out there i didn't realize how bad that it sounded
1: <laughs> it was pretty and
0: bad big of a dick it did sound like until i listened to the first playback
2: so and i'm like yeah i probably shouldn't have done it. Yeah, maybe a little bit different phrasing next time or like a hey this is the context of where these thoughts are coming from maybe would have been a little bit
0: that has nothing to do with me
1: hey, in, Go- in Goose's defense there are a lot of truthers that end up in uh fiery car crashes and hanging from doorknobs so I guess it's good to put something out there
2: yeah yeah
1: so <laughs> I've been told to put it out there a couple of times
2: <laughs> well <laughs> I, you have texted me a couple times You're like I'm about to drop a video Just so you know I'm not suicidal
3: <laughs> When you start getting into like physics And the people that you're talking about It's 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 kind of scary I can't lie <clears throat> Talking about the Rockefellers And Rothschilds And even the Nobel, the Nobel Brothers That nobody talks about It's pretty
0: intense I'm looking forward to getting into that discussion here In just a few moments
3: uh, I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe what I found out.
0: Without going into much detail about the uh, Noble Brothers, what got you onto them?
3: Uh, somebody told me I was doing the time travel series that I got on my on my TikTok. And somebody was, I talked about uh, Einstein received a Nobel Prize. And somebody was like, well, you definitely don't deserve a Nobel Prize. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me fucking go see if I do or not. I'll decide that myself. And down the rabbit hole I went, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: I can totally understand that. I'm gonna read the next email. You uh, sent me too.
2: Yeah. Oh Jesus.
0: No, no, no! I said I'm gonna read the next email. Okay. Why did you think I said? That? I
2: thought you had another one up your no. sleeve that you were oh, saving because no, 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 no. you like to do that. You like well, to just oh, by the way, just so you guys know, <laughs> and then drop sometimes, something. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Uh, this one is f- uh, from uh, Poison Apple, and she says, "Goose and Rebecca, it's been a while since I've emailed." Uh, I want to apologize in advance if the email is too long or the content doesn't fit. Please withdraw it from consideration for being read on the show. Mm -hmm. My email deals with the number 2065. 2065 is a a date that keeps coming up uh, from some religious scholars. They also suggest it could be the year of Christ's return or the second coming. Uh, Please keep an open mind and don't group me with the wackos and nutjobs that say this. Uh, This subject is very interesting to me, and I've studied this number in biblical text, as it's mentioned or referred to in other places. 2065 is connected to Nostradamus, uh, Bagba, Vanga, and other indigenous calendars, similar to the mine 2012 calendar. If you've read uh, and studied John Teeter and Goose, I know that you have. No that either. something going bad in 2035 uh, from the timeline he was on. What if 2065 is uh, where things change on our timeline? What do you think? Re- what, what do you and Rebecca think, Roswell? Thank you very much, Poison Apple, for writing in uh, with that. Uh, first I don't think you're crazy I' not at all I have done very little I've done zero research on 2065 I have heard the theory but I didn't know all the other stuff except for the John Teeter stuff all that's fake
2: is it teeter or titter Teeter teeter yeah
1: I, I dig I, it if we got another 40 years to figure this out I'm good what the
3: titter guy is fake
1: yeah
0: yeah he's totally fake. That turned well, out he to be really then.
3: Did, did anybody uh, ever figure it, out who he really It turned out left? to
0: be two brothers from Florida. Now, now they have never uh, confessed to this, but all the evidence points to them.
3: Yeah. Because uh, I got into a little bit, but I just kind of I mean, used.
0: Well, one brother was a lawyer in, in Florida, and I think he still is a lawyer. And they came up with a way, and this was, you know, early 2000s, you know. Yeah. And they came up with a way to make some money off this. And so they started, the brother did, but it was actually both of them posting. Uh, they started on this message board and they would just take turns posting stuff. Well, as it grew and grew more and more, there was a corporation that had some of the John Teeter stuff uh, trademarked and uh, copywritten. Yeah. That comes back to an entertainment company in Florida which Trace is to the brother that's a lawyer and he owns that entertainment company and he's an entertainment lawyer. So.
3: But that's it. Nobody's got like any kind of history on him.
0: Nope. I mean, it just no, no, there is no history on him.
3: Cause it said a lot of shit. You know what I mean? I, I take everything with a grain of salt myself,
0: but like, who was he really? It was it was just one of the brothers, you know. They were going back and forth. He was he was totally made up. So. Hmm. So, uh,
3: yeah, the time traveler shit I, I mean, people I like that people that claim to be time it's travelers. One, there's so many of them.
0: I have researched that one extensively for many many years and just found out what I told you uh, about a year ago, or maybe two years ago now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> now they got a spark in chaotic's mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a part six coming too to my whole time traveler thing. The time travel stuff's been cool, man. Been Dude, I dig
3: it. I it just I, it gets it gets pretty crazy, and it's all experimental. That's why I don't get why people want to argue about it. You don't want to argue about what's
1: the what's going on, and you don't don't really know. You know what's cool and, is like some of us just we gravitate towards a topic and and dig into that stuff. So it's cool to watch somebody else digging on something that you haven't really looked into much. Like I stay away from the celebrity stuff. Um, I've gotten into CERN a little bit and like not enough to have a good understanding of it. I've been digging your videos on CERN and the time travel stuff. Cause it's just a hole I haven't been into yet. Yeah. It's crazy dude. As much as, as much as you get into flat earth,
3: you if you start digging you, you, you'll get hooked just just the same it's it's amazing it really is like the technology even the fact that they're even doing the things that they're doing is pretty amazing like don't get me wrong like science on that end of it trying to figure out the the universe and everything else is cool but the fact that it's corrupt and fully corrupt is the problem i have and that's why i'm like gun blazing cause I'll, I'll go after anybody right now at this point
0: <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Well, I want to thank everyone who wrote in. You can always uh, call, text, or leave a voicemail by calling 606 373 3396. That's 606 373 3396, or they can email. How can they do that, Rebecca?
2: They can email us at goose at here to chew bubblegum dot, dot, What?
0: A tongue twister.
2: Right, hold on a second. Let me get my teeth in order. Goose at here to chewbubblegum.com, or they can email flockingqueen at gmail.com. <laughs>
0: So without further delay, we're going to move on to uh, segment one and chaotic is going to talk to us about a few things, including NASA, CERN, the the Nobel Peace Prize and uh, other topics that he may want to throw in there or or add. So chaotic.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go right off of what Joe just said. Uh, the reason my content is the way it is is because it's it's all intertwined and if you keep digging you'll see that like i'm doing tom hanks right now like i'm about to maybe probably after the podcast i'm gonna make a tom hanks video but one of his best friends is obama uh obama and he played walt disney he did the walt disney documentary like tell me that doesn't tie you into pretty much everything you know what i mean so when i go and i make my videos it literally just it makes itself these people are just birds of a feather always flock together 100 percent. and if you go through my videos you will see that so <clears throat> that's 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 why my the, the name that's why my content is chaotic because i'll go down every rabbit hole i come across i don't even care <laughs> not a crossing branches that's it but uh, what do you guys want to talk about first?
0: Well, what do you think that like the next CERN testing? Do you think that uh, any, what, what do you think the aftermath would be?
3: I think they're what what they're intent to do, whether it's to create a uh, fine dark matter or or prove the Big Bang Theory. It, it really doesn't matter. The fact that what they're doing is an experiment and what they're doing it with just it's dangerous. Like all right, so we're going to to the earth is surrounded by a magnetic field, right? It's supposed to protect us by from solar flares and solar weather and whatever the hell else they try to feed us Well, the amount of magnet and magnets that are used at CERN alone is So far above the magnetic field of the earth that every time they fire this thing up How are they not screwing with the magnetic field or the magnetic energy of the earth? and not only that on top of that, I don't even think CERN is the biggest concern we have right now. It's the super collider in China and the nuclear fusion that they're messing with in France. That's 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 the next play in my eyes.
2: Do you think that with all the the magnetic forces that they're fucking with if that is what is contributing to the pole shifting?
3: I think it's contributing to every weird thing that we have. Like I feel like how could it not? Right? So China China alone just that's the 60 mile one, right? No, and this this isn't even that. This is a whole nother experiment. They created a magnet, a sustained magnetic field that is like 10,000 times stronger than the Earth's magnetic field. How are you telling me that we're doing that down here and not screwing with everything that's going on on this planet, whether yeah. it's round, flat, or anything else? Yeah. Like these are, and magnets aren't a, are a thing. Like you can go. There's places where you can well in or dig down and there's magnetic rocks, natural magnet, magnet rocks.
2: Well, hasn't it fucked up like the drills and stuff too, because they hit a certain like magnetic field and it like fucking like pulls the drill.
3: Absolutely. It's, it, it completely drives, uh, technology crazy. They can't, all the radars don't work everything. And there's supposedly in Africa that they just found rocks that have electrical charges. I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't dug into it, but that's a new thing. So how are you telling me we're doing all this stuff and it's not completely screwing with timelines, dimensions, everything, everything? The weather, okay. the animals.
2: I wonder is that why is that why all these animals are doing fucking circle laps?
3: So here's my theory on the animals, right? I think I completely believe in inner earth. I think there's 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 no way there's not something down there, whether it's civilizations, advanced <laughs> civilizations, different animals, different species, whatever. There's has to be something down there. So CERN is so many miles under the ground, and then they're throwing off all this magnetic field. How are you not waking up and pissing off whatever's down there? And then how does it not go to the ocean? So you're digging down so far into the ground and building these big particle accelerators with all this magnet The ITER, the the nuclear fusion one that they're trying to do, the, the one that's supposed to burn five times hotter than the sun, that has the world's biggest magnet in it right now. And it came from the U.S., the world's biggest magnet that's ever been built.
0: Now, you mentioned the super collider that China has. What's mm-hmm. the difference in that one and the and the one that we have here in uh, Tennessee?
3: CERN's 27 miles in Tennessee or,
0: or, or uh, CERN? Or I'm, CERN. I'm, I'm sorry. It's something else. CERN, uh, I
3: believe CERN's 27 miles long, and the one in China is 62 miles long. I had never even heard of that thing until your video 62 miles round and CERN is 27 that alone and just imagine the magnets because what they do is they separate particles into a, to separate molecules into a single particle and they use magnets to hold them in place and spin them in circles in opposite directions and try to smash them into each other so imagine so all that craziness that happened at CERN and now you're multiplying that times four, four times the size of CERN. So imagine the power it takes, the magnet it takes, the the disruption it's going to make in whatever, every time they fire that thing up. It's crazy. It's four times the size and nobody even heard about it. And the U.S. is so intertwined with it, but yet China's supposed to be this
0: big like threat to us. And you know when they're going to, I mean, do they publicly put out when they're going to do like testing and so forth in which one sir in
3: uh the new one the super collider yeah uh it's supposed to be fully observation they put out sometime in the 2030s
1: okay i feel like they, they always set it off before the dates that i they think they're you. running it now yeah i agree dude
2: well didn't we already prove that with the last time when the video feed that they dropped was the different date and time from when they said that it was actually happening
3: hmm on the live feed yep so have you seen they, that- they, they say fully operational too but they, tell me they're not testing it now what they about the one in the, europe the uh what do you mean which one super
2: collider in europe there's one in europe as well yeah.
3: yeah you don't even hear about that you can't even you can barely look up anything on that it's so hard to find any footage on the nuclear fusion that's going on in france too the ITER. Like it's all, it's all documentaries and weird and like scientists make all the documentaries. So there's, you can't understand anything they say. It's, I feel like it's intentional.
2: Oh, a hundred percent intentional to make us fucking, I mean, look, look at how, look at how they're gatekeeping math. Look at how they're gatekeeping quantum physics and fucking string theory. And they make it super fucking complicated and use all these words that don't need to be in there to, to keep people from actually learning and researching it.
3: Yep. It's exactly what it is. It's, it's the oldest trick in the book, baffling mm-hmm. with bullshit. Mm-hmm.
1: So
0: NASA has a,
1: a report NASA out right that the, the inner core of the Earth has stopped spinning and it's going to like negate the magnetic field of the Earth. And I don't know if you remember this, but back in 2017, NASA dropped a report that there may be a bubble surrounding the Earth. And I feel like a lot of this is all derived from like the social media, the people talking about this stuff. Like eventually they're gonna have to explain why there actually is a firmament. And that's what these reports are about. Like back in 2017, we told you, we think we created a bubble. Now they're talking about the magnetic field and how the earth's core has stopped spinning. And they can't come out and tell you, hey, we're fucking with shit we shouldn't be touching.
3: Yeah. So so here's my my problem with the core, right? Anything that NASA says as far as the, the whole geology or whatever of the core of the earth. What they don't talk about right now is there's two huge like they call it a blob that's sp- supposedly underneath Africa that's completely splitting in Africa in two. There is a huge it's like 3 quarters of a mile wide and 30 mile or 300 miles long of a huge split in Africa. And nobody talks about it, nobody. I've never heard, I've never seen a single TikTok about it. I've never, I gotta look it up on YouTube. But they say that there's two blobs that they have no idea, some kind of matter. They can't figure out what it is, but it's these two. So where's that coming from? Where do we get taught that?
2: I wonder if that's anywhere anywhere near the eye of Africa.
3: I don't know, to be honest with you, I just thought it's a good question, but no. it's literally tearing the country in two. Like it's splitting the whole damn thing, and we're not talking about that because it doesn't fit the narrative. They can't explain it.
0: Now, Joe, you said that it stopped spinning. Did you read in, in an article? Because I read one that they said it was going to start going backwards. It, did you see that in the article?
2: It also James just dropped in here too that the paper that NASA used to say the core stops says it stopped spinning faster than the mantle, not stopped altogether. Okay. So it's slowing down. Okay. Well, see, I, I want to know how they're. I want to know how they know that though. Like, <laughs> like if we haven't even been like seven, what is it, seven, seven and a eight, half miles or something? Is the first that we've been into the core into the crust of the Earth? And but you can tell me that the mantle fucking core has slowed down and stopped spinning. Okay. Okay.
1: I can't believe. Any Don't of they that. tell us like, that it's it's all magma? What kind of yeah. equipment are they using to monitor this magma?
3: <laughs> like, how the hell do you know that? You really expect me to believe
1: that shit? <laughs> so, so supposedly, there's a
3: hole. They found a whole another sea that's five times larger than all the the uh, water mass of all of our oceans put together. That's suspended in ice
1: underneath. Like, I'm kind of curious what how you feel about the the Stranger Things correlation to all this since I, you've been digging into CERN? I think it's all clues. Yeah. I think my part, my personal
3: theory on it is it comes like, they're trying to tell us in every way they can. And I feel like anybody that finds out about it tries to give us clues and we're just too ignorant to pick it up or have been before. Cause it comes from everywhere and it all kind of juggles around the same shit. You know what I mean? How is every movie, how can i put back to the future which was created in 1985 how can i match that up to a ryan reynolds movie in 2022 9 11. and then it all matches up with stranger things like how can i do that like i shouldn't be able to do that
2: okay.
3: and it, it just flows perfect but i believe that dude that school that is for nasa and sarin combined that's in ukraine right now tell me that's not stranger things
2: Hmm. Well, well it is. It is based. It, it is based on like true fucking experiments and shit. And I think that the upside down is just another. It's another dimension, right? Like not necessarily that that's all there is, but it's it's a piece of it, well, hundred percent. Felt- and as far as like the telekinesis and being able to like astral project and everything that um eleven does, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's they're they're scientific,
3: There's scientific research out there that you can look up that tells you that telekinesis is real.
0: Uh-huh.
1: that you can tell teleth- that telethop- telethop- is real i don't i don't know why we still doubt these things oh absolutely T- all right so let me bounce this off you and you guys tell me how crazy you think this is yeah i i watched some of the beginning series of stranger things and i knew that they're telling me something and like i i really couldn't put it together i haven't watched the latest season or whatever my my daughters watch it they're like you got to see this one but it's like, like I said, that's not a rabbit hole I went down. So I could never really connect it to nothing. Something I recently started looking into was Saturn. And obviously I don't believe the, the whole planets thing. I know yeah. that planet, planets are something other than what they describe them as, but it kind of led me to this idea of as above, so below the upside down the whole theory of Stranger Things and the hole that is at the North Pole being a portal to the eye of Saturn and us perhaps being in the upside down right now, which could be Saturn or the below of, of Earth and perhaps us actually living in this upside down world right now. (laughs)
2: It's I
1: don't,
2: upside down. <laughs> it does. It does feel upside down. I think that we're definitely jumping timelines and dimensions, but as far as I don't think Antarctica or the North pole, I don't think that that Saturn I'm, I will die on the hill that the Bermuda triangle is the portal to the hyperdimensional hexon on the North pole of Saturn. I will die on that fucking hill. And I also don't believe in planets. I can't, I can't get behind the planets, right? Like the spinning balls in the middle of space chasing the sun going however many thousands of miles. I can't. I can. But
0: right. what I
2: do what I do think that they are is I think that they're portals. And I think that much like the neurons and stuff that Jess and I are having a conversation about this, and they also showed it in the documentary that we watched the other night with the water, right? And the way that like the neurons work in the brain and like the connections and everything, that's how I view the planets and the stars, right? Like if we go into astrology and you look at like your, your map here, like those are the, that is the order of the portals that you pass through for your soul to get here. So I don't think that they're planets. I think that they're, that they're portals that they're, that they're we're on a plane, right? Which is like a, like a, not like a flying plane, but like a flat plane. Right. And that's, so if you take the T off of planets, is that why when they're doing launches and stuff to try and leave planets t minus i know that they say that it's for time but is that why
0: it's a great question
1: i, I question. definitely concur with
0: That's my that
1: thought. and i think that maybe not necessarily um planets but other other lands outside our our traveling distance which i believe is gone through the ocean i don't really understand the whole rockets and trying to knock out the firmament thing because that doesn't really make much sense to me but when you get into like stars planets people ask what are falling stars if you go back to the biblical earth angels are always referred to in the bible as stars and like a simple thing of falling stars if if we're on this spinning ball out in outer space how come you never see a shooting star going up like, they should go in every direction, right? Why would a fallen star only go down? Exactly. Because they're fixed in the firmament, and they're actually entities or a, a demon or a fallen angel or something. Because you don't, you don't ever stay, and if you study, like, chakras and ascension and everything, you don't ever – it's not like you ascend and then you stay at that level because that – that makes no sense there's no experience there so you can ascend and descend and ascend like you're not just going to stay in one one frame all the time things are going to change and your levels are going to change and you need to like continuously do this thing i i would imagine that a fallen angel or a demon or whatever they are would do the exact same thing and maybe you're just witnessing them rising and falling
2: Maybe. <laughs> there's yeah, a lot I mean, of maybe. That would really make
0: sense to me. Uh, I think that there's several portals here on Earth that go to different places, not just other planets, but other solar systems, their universes. Uh,
2: Beyond the ice wall.
0: You know, other galaxies. I cannot remember the name of the book or the guy who wrote it, but it came out in the mid-2000s. And he talks about how and we even, I've mentioned this on the show before, how the, how the, one of the Gulf Wars that uh, Bush Jr. Uh, initiated, that that was really to find the a Project Stargate that really did exist, that uh, they had found and actually got, that that country had got from Egypt, had took from Egypt years earlier. I mean, hundreds of years earlier. But I cannot remember the name of the, of, the, of the book, but you know you can do like a little research. Uh, Iraq, Stargate, you can put that in and it you know tell you all about it. and it, it's connected to several different things. So I think portals do exist all over. I mean, I really do. Is there anything else you guys want to add about NASA?
2: I'm just reading the comments. <laughs> I'm just it's in the comments. Right. Don't mind me. <laughs>
0: Take it away, please. NASA?
3: That's a big money, money laundering scheme, and that's nothing more?
0: That's a good question. You guys see that one?
2: Yeah, if we are spinning, why are the stars fixed in the sky? It just doesn't make any sense that we're are spinning. They supposedly in our dome and spinning, dome spinning with us?
3: I don't care what you think about flat or round earth, us spinning just doesn't make any damn sense at all, none. How did they navigate the stars thousands of years ago if we're spinning and we're fucking racing through the sky or whatever we're racing through? It just doesn't make any sense. I feel like people just want to argue for no reason just because it's the academic brainwashing to me. You can't keep an open mind, so you can't you can't wrap your mind around a possibility. So your common sense goes straight out
1: the window. One of the interesting things about the stars is like when you go up in an airplane at night, you don't see the stars. How is it that you get closer to the stars, but you don't see them? And I think the idea behind that is stars are there for our navigation and we are not um, supposed to fly. We're supposed to be down on the ground. Otherwise we would have wings or we would be flying. Right. So the, the, observing of the stars is supposed intended to be done from the ground and they are a navigation system for us absolutely as far as nasa goes i don't know if you guys have ever seen the the war document that was posted on their website in 2001 but there are people did save this there's youtube videos and stuff about it it basically reads verbatim of the rockefeller creed and how this is going to be their their weapon against us. Um, the, like the arms in America, obviously, we're gonna out outman and outgun any form of army that is going to try to take our arms away from us, right? We know that, and they know that. That's not going to be their weapon. I believe that NASA is funding all of the chemtrail systems, and that's what's poisoning us that's what they're doing with all the money it's the chemtrails and the I, glitter. Think, I think it's coming from multiple different directions
3: but yeah absolutely I think there's a lot of truth to that. but my coming logically from NASA I really don't I don't know so we're sending billions of dollars to this company right our tax paying dollars to this company why isn't this the most transparent thing on the planet like if we're if if we're working slaving so hard for all this money why do we have so many questions why are people arguing why is there the ability to be able to argue like why why did we hire nazis why did we stop search researching the ocean why why make it transparent Why why did apollo 11 on christmas eve throw out a bible scripture about the firmament from from space why did that happen why is the proverb on uh Warner von Braun's headstone about the firmament. Like why can't we get together and ask these questions? Why do we got to argue if it's flat around? I really don't understand this. This is a, the, the, I don't understand why we let them do this to us. You know what I mean? I I
2: think I think I think there's I think there's a couple answers here. I think that it's meant to keep us divided and keep us fighting and arguing with each other so that we actually don't know the truth. There's also I don't think that they know. I don't think that I I don't think that they fully understand it and that's why they can't explain it to us. I think that and 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 they meaning NASA and the elites and these people that apparently have access to this hidden knowledge, right? So I I think that they have a concept of what is out there, right? Like if we're going based on the flat earth and The fact that there's extraterrestrials, which literally is extra land, right? With the rings beyond the ice wall, just like kind of how Atlantis was set up, right? Yeah. I don't think that they have full access to that. I don't think that they even fully understand that yet. And they definitely don't want anybody else to try and understand that before they do.
3: I think you are 100% right. That's why I think that NASA is a part of the laundering system for the scientists that are doing the particle acceleration and nuclear fusion. I think they are cloaked. They are doing evil things cloaked by scientific research. I, I, I will think- die on that hill.
2: I, I think that the I think that the firmament, the outer energetic barrier, the dome, whatever you want to call we're arguing over fucking titles at this point. Okay. Why whatever not get together
3: is, and find out, right?
2: Whatever it is. Yeah. I, I think that the reason that they're they're messing with the magnetic field so much and trying to figure out all of this all of this technology and, and fuck with these dimensions and these timelines, right? And the frequency of things is because you have to be at a certain frequency to pass through that. And I don't think that we've been able to match it yet, which is why we bounce off of it like a solid object
1: i had um i had a comment this morning and it kind of like branches into all of this briefly the guy said i wish they would take all of you flat earthers put you in a spaceship take you up and show you the truth and leave you there so volunteers (laughs) tribune
2: i know right like let's go
1: let's go (laughs) all right so but listen first of all like the guy's name slips my mind right now, but the guy who created the blue marble, NASA has admittedly said that their images are not photographs from space. They are generated images. They're Photoshopped. The guy said, because we had to, he said the hardest part of all of this was mapping out the earth and wrapping it around a ball, right? So they admittedly tell you that the images of the earth are fake. What, For whatever reason, they need to do that. That's a huge problem right from the beginning, because if you're operating out of deception, why? What is the purpose of that? What are you hiding? Here's the other part of this guy's comment. These people are always about money, right? Everything's always about money. If we could go into outer space and prove all us stupid flat earthers wrong, why isn't there tourists? Because they could make a fucking fortune launching us up and showing us the truth.
3: But Where's they, the tours? They, you can get a tour, CERN, but they'll take you. It's like Antarctica. You'll get a little tiny section of it. You'll see, and that's you'll it. see
2: exactly what they want you to see. Yeah,
1: exactly. No, I mean space. Where's the space tours? Yeah, for
2: real.
3: Let's get I on mean... these
1: rockets.
2: Listen, we got a we got a whole program. We can set a schedule. There's a bus <sighs> if you need transportation. Listen, just let me know. I'll set it up. I'll set. The, I'll plan the whole thing. <laughs>
1: I'm down. I'll take uh, one we'll- ticket to Antarctica and one to outer space, please. Yes.
2: I'll also be yeah. uh, hosting the Inner <laughs> Earth Tour, 2 We're going to go through Mammoth Cave, all right, in Kentucky.
1: Yeah. All right, all three. Is there like a uh, package deal?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you can get a season pass.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's
2: go. <clears throat> Oh my gosh! So how does it? So I let's talk about the Nobel Peace Prize for a second, because I know you and I like briefly touched on that. So how does this all tie into? does
3: no. it not? No.
2: Just how does it, got how does it up.
3: not? All right. So this is. I feel stupid. Like I always thought, Nobel pre, the Nobel Prize was something to be treasured, right? Like wasn't that how we were? Right. Like that's a right? high. That's a high honor. Oh yeah. I mean, she, only the only the the best people on the planet get it so the Nobel Peace Prize comes from uh Alfred Nobel right he is an entrepreneur and he got his fortune off of creating dynamite and high explosives that's how he created that's how he got his money
2: so what year was this
3: fucking eighteen oh something okay I'm horrible with dates. That's why I go to shit mess for dates for numbers. <laughs> and yeah. I'm sure
2: it'll be here in the comments pretty soon. <laughs>
3: for real. Uh, anyway, so while he's doing that, this dude's creating high explosives and dynamite. He's literally owns the patent for dynamite. His brothers are battling the Rockefellers for oil, for digging for oil, and the Rothschilds for creating kerosene. So. The nobel brothers are going after the two biggest bloodlines in 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 the world that we know of anyway that that we're aware of while he's creating dynamite right so they went to the point of of dubbing the nobel brothers they call them the russian rockefellers but they're actually norwegian but they they moved to russia or whatever so one of the brothers dies in some mysterious explosion that has nothing to do with alfred right it was it was another brother he dies in some weird explosion that uh takes his life so the newspaper where alfred the guy that the nobel prize prize is is named after his local newspaper thinks it's him and they put out a newspaper article saying the merchant of death is dead like that's how bad this dude was hated by his community To the point where they celebrated his death right so the story they feed us is that him reading his obituary they put out an obituary as well and reading all the titles made him have a change of heart so all of a sudden he changed his will and put out all the speculative all the uh instructions of how he wanted to give out one for science one for literature blah 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 all the way down the line and the big one was the nobel peace prize which he nominated, he wanted Norwegian Parliament, five members of Norwegian Parliament, which was liberal at the time, even back in 18-whatever, to decide who to give this Nobel Peace Prize that was contributing the best to peace and humanity or whatever, right? So, and then he moves to Europe or somewhere, somewhere else, like I think it was uh, Italy, and then dies a year later. Of a stroke. So five people in Norway decide who gets this prize, and then the rest of the planet is just supposed to be in awe of it. <laughs> and on top of that, you're telling me that the two biggest bloodlines in the world didn't kill off their brother. Tell that make this dude change his will as a punishment to give out his fortune and then kill him off a year later. Like that that's really not what happened.
2: So I do want to, so I did have this and I, and I did want to add this in here. Cause I was talking to dirty down about this. I was like, we're talking about the Nobel peace prize. Right. And I was, cause you were telling me about this research. So I was explaining it to him, right. To make sure that I understood it. Yeah. And uh, he was like, now let me play devil's advocate. And I'm here for this. I'm here for both sides of it. Right. Yeah. Like he created TNT and dynamite and explosives and everything. But that was also to help, he said it was to also help with the buildings of stuff, right? Like with the mines and and like blowing apart like certain mountains and stuff to create things. So I can see how, but that's nice. yes, it could have been hijacked and, and used for malicious intent. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. But I think that also there was there was this need for it in order to build things and blow apart mountains and rocks and move land masses and things like that.
3: Yeah, but so if I, your intentions are good, your community doesn't call you the Merchant of Death. Right.
2: I'm just saying, right. there's there's the duality to it. Yeah. I just wanted to have his Dirty Dan had a had a point. Well, yeah, that's that's great.
3: Up. That's that's great questioning because like that's the same thing with technology. Like I think tech technology is wicked yeah. beneficial, like healing people and sickness and whatever. I think it's great, but when
1: it's corrupted, it's it's it's, right. it's used for evil instead of good. But kind that, of yeah. ironic that the the peace prize would be coming out of something like the creation of dynamite.
3: Yeah. And I just don't get why we chair. Why are these people held so high? And then all you got to do is go down, go down the picks of who's won the Nobel peace prize. And it'll make you sick to your stomach.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. As you were describing this, all that was running through my head was the, it was like the three richest guys in the world that um, didn't agree with, the Federal Reserve dying on the Titanic mm-hmm. just yeah. plays a, plays a similar parallel to this whole peace prize thing now and that the, I hear it.
3: And then on top of that, like the Rockefellers were full-fledged involved in the atom bomb. So how do they know we how do we know they didn't kill him off and use some of his technology to, to help create the atom bomb? How do we know that's not the full intentions? Because we all know that's what they do. It's wicked obvious
0: uh, before we move on. Uh, Joe, is there anything that you want to discuss any, any topic or touch on some of the ones that chaotic said
1: you're muted, Joe? No. I guess um, I, I think the most important thing out of all of this is the fact that NASA uses deception. And the fact that there is so much division between, look, I've made a lot of flat earth videos and the defenders of the globe come at me hardcore. They are linked together. They're, they're banded together. They send each other messages. They tag each other. They all come after these, these flat earth videos and they're angry. And I kind of feel like, I'm not in that battle. I, if if you believe in the the spinning ball cruising through space at 666,000 miles an hour at a 66 degree axis and every Satan number that they use, like that, that's all well and good, right? But the most important thing to all of this is is asking questions. Like it's all right to ask questions. You don't have to be so angry that some people don't agree or, or some people have found discrepancies in this stuff. Like th- there is no one here that wanted to be a flat earther. I can guarantee you that. And you're, you're fighting it and struggling it through your research path. Like, but then you come on to something and you're like, well, holy shit, that doesn't make sense. Or this kind of makes more sense. Like, I just feel like all of the the division and the, the battling of this stuff that's what we need to stop. I mean, you you don't need to be angry with somebody for asking some questions and or I'd- for
2: even or for even thinking differently about something. And uh, uh, off your point, like we were all listen none of us started out as flat earthers. Okay. Not a single one of us. We all did the research to try and prove y'all wrong. Okay. And then through that, we, we figured out, okay, this is making too much sense. Like we were all there. We understand where you're at. And I, I think, I completely agree with you on the fact that we need to just stop fighting. But like, why are we not allowed to ask questions? And then I get, and then I get people on the opposite of that. Why the fuck does it matter? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. We need to worry about preserving our planet versus fighting about what fucking shape it is. Yeah. We're doing that too, but we can also have these conversations because in doing that, it's going to help us better understand how to even take care of it. Right?
1: No, nobody ever said the flat earth is not stupid because that's how we all went into it. You're like, all right, I I need to go get some info on this because this is a stupid idea and like at that point, that's when you stumble upon this stuff. One of the very first things you come across is the gatekeepers. The Flat Earth Society are not Flat Earth believers. They're gatekeepers. They put all this shit information up at the top of all these browser searches and feed you all this stuff to make this look stupid. So there's your first inkling of wait a minute, why are people trying to steer me wrong on information that they're supporting? Like, if if you believe in the flat earth, why are you using this stupid model of a, a disk? Here, here is the other thing. Like, I hope that we can completely eliminate the idea of just this flat disk that is also cascading through space the same way like people you want to use all of their all of their global ideology and compare it to the flat earth ideology well maybe that's why stuff isn't adding up or making sense because you're trying to apply a completely different ideology to a different theory like maybe some of that stuff doesn't work and they ask like horrible questions like how does a volcano work on a flat earth? Well, how does a volcano work on a globe? Why why would that be any different? Or why why would that be your arguing point? How are the tectonic plates moving under a flat earth? Like, who the hell knows? And who the hell knows how it works on a globe either? Like, that's obviously not going to solve any, anything, asking questions that don't make sense like this. But just the idea of, going into this stuff, doing your research and understanding that nobody wanted to be here to begin with. We just happened to find some discrepancies and we're asking questions.
2: I I think it also depends on what part of your journey that you're on to. And if you're open minded enough to even take in this information, right? Because we could both be looking at the same thing through two different lenses. And some people just won't, two truths can be true at once. Like you can live in the reality in which you think it's it's a round earth chasing the sun through space. Sure, absolutely, yep. but don't but don't hate me for believing something different. That's 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 the message. That's the goal.
1: I think well, that, that day that you and I clicked with that drawing you had, like
2: I just did a video on that too. That's what's blowing up right now, and I got everybody in my comments here telling me that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> at, like, there is not just one month there is not just flat earth and globe there's right. hollow Earth. there's black it's, hole all, three. it's there's all three there's flat earth there's the globe so like as you're going through all this stuff you're kind of creating this model in your mind of what all this looks like and so if you take the idea that there's a dome or a firmament and you apply that to a flat topographical plane and you would you tie that to a hollow earth and a black hole sun Eventually, what you end up with is a model that looks like a globe. There is an above and there is a below. And you end up with this vision in your mind of a globe, right? But like all the logical things, like when you walk outside and you don't feel the earth spinning, you go up in a plane and you don't see curvature, like this stuff is is not proven. The spinning of the earth is not proven. The curve of the earth is not proven. All it really is is a bunch of angry people telling you you're stupid for not believing this. School is meant to teach you how to learn
3: and not how to think and people lose sight of that. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to lose your senses in school. You're not supposed to lose who you are and what you can prove in everyday life just because of academics
2: well, all schools, they just want you to regurgitate the information. Like, can you, can you memorize this and spit the facts back? Because that's, that's all it is. Why aren't we teaching? Why aren't we teaching meditation in school? Why aren't we teaching self-regulating of emotions? Why aren't we teaching how to take a fucking breath, right? And just relax. Why aren't we teaching how to actually look stuff up and have discernment and look at all different angles right because if you can't argue both sides then your opinion is uneducated so why aren't we teaching these kids like where's the debate clubs at you know what i mean like where did that go
1: well who created the curriculum
2: yeah well exactly yeah. exactly
3: well, but on that note too like what are us truth seekers or whatever you want to call us seem to forget dude is that we're going against years and years and years of brainwashing and academic brainwashing and dumbing down of the whole population of the world you know what i mean so there's a lot of there's a lot of us that get out there and get ignorant with it too and act like they know and take it way too far you know what i mean and act like they know what exactly what's going on so it starts with us like this whole movement is us and i'll go to war in my comment section and i'll take on any troll like i'll try to let's talk about it but if you're gonna get ignorant and start calling people names then I'll block you
2: yeah you know what i mean the, the minute guys, you start, uh, the minute you start bringing hate into it, you you have nothing. Yeah. So you tell me I'm out of my problem.
3: mind, but do it respectfully, and we can have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's just I'm here to open your
1: mind, not tell you how to think. The education system, and I kind of, that's almost to me like the same as the the globe flat Earth thing, where you start building something in your mind, the way something should look, as opposed to the way it really is, or what you've been taught this whole time, right? So one of the things with the name calling and the hatred and stuff is they tell you you're uneducated. If you don't believe the indoctrination, you're uneducated. Um, Let me see your degree. Where'd you go to school? You're stupid, this and that, right? So as these mandates roll out from the the whole COVID thing, mass amounts of people are, are bringing their kids home, homeschooling them growing up what did you think of homeschool kids they were like probably stupid. freaks or stupid or right so that that whole ideology opens up now to where maybe that's not so stupid maybe these kids are learning things that are are beneficial as opposed to memorizing this information that was proposed to them look at the amish community like People probably thought, these people are nuts for living like this. Why would you reject all of the progress and the technology? Well, the fact is the COVID never hit the Amish community because they don't have TVs, right? Amazing how that works. So now when you look at the idea of homeschooling or communities banding together, detaching from the system and reestablishing a system that's beneficial to humanity, my idea of a school would be my community and all of the people that actually have knowledge of of what they're doing. So one day you bring in an auto mechanic and he teaches these kids how to change their oil or how to fix a flat tire. One day you bring in a hairdresser and she teaches the girls how to sh- do their hair or, or make a braid or or whatever it be, just Experts from the community that can all interact and teach their knowledge (laughs) to their kids and their life experiences and actually teach them some valuable stuff. I mean, these kids are sitting here filling in bubbles with a pencil, memorizing all this stuff. That's never going to serve a purpose to them in, in life. You know, have somebody teach you how to maintain a garden. Have somebody teach you something about mechanics. Like, there's a lot of things you need to know to survive in this world, right? And none of that is being taught. And I think one of the best ways to prepare yourself for the worst times is to imagine yourself living without electricity. How would you survive without electricity? And these are all the skills that you need to focus on when it comes to preparedness, because without electricity, all of these luxuries that are are pushed upon us, they're all useless, right? That's kind of like I know Rebecca did the, the traveling, uh, the traveler with $100, how we live in this monopoly. Oh, right. Yes. So money's fake. If I told you, who um, raise your hand if you want a million dollars, everybody's going to throw their hands up, right? But when I say the stipulation is you're going to have to go live on a deserted island by yourself after you take that money, a lot of hands are going to go down because you realize that that money's worthless. That money is just as worthless in our system now as it would be on that deserted island. You're just not aware of that because you're so accustomed. Like your alarm clock goes off. I got to go to work. I have to make my mortgage payment. I have to pay the electric bill. It's so hard to detach from this system because it's surrounded by you and it controls your entire existence. And that all of that that brainwashing that like all this stuff is just stamped into you and it's it's going to take some time to change all that but it's just little bits and pieces like i no longer buy laundry detergent i make my own so those chemicals that were on my clothing and stuff they're no longer there the aluminum and the the shit that's in the deodorant i no longer use that i make my own deodorant those are just two things two items that i'm never going to purchase again because i can make my own if you slowly take these steps to detach from the system, and you spread some of this knowledge and try to educate people collectively as a whole, that's how we fix all this. It's not about an uprising. It's not about taking over a government. To to abolish something means to stop participating, to stop acknowledging, right? There is, this is not about a war, and overtaking. This is about detachment. The way that we fix all of this is we change the way that we educate our kids. We change the way that we shop. We change the way that we view this materialistic world. Not that technology is, is a bad thing. I mean, obviously, there's there's great things that can be provided through technology, but unfortunately, a lot of this stuff falls in the wrong hands. The idea that God provides everything for a good use uh, that holds a lot of value, right? So I for was instance, social media, if if you get on an app and you use that app to go troll somebody and, and fight and argue and dox and like, that's a toxic environment. But if you take your platform and you try to spread some positivity and you try to share some knowledge with people, that's taking that same technology and using it in a beneficial way, as opposed to the negative. And I think, what we really need to fight for is to get everybody onto that collective mindset to where we can actually make a difference and fix some things by detaching from this system.
2: I think well, it's happening. I think I, and I see it. Yeah. I see, I see people taking these small steps, these, these baby steps, these little chunks at a time, right? Because you can't eat, you you can't eat the whole elephant, right? You have to take it in chunks. You have to take these little steps because if you just try to, go well fuck this i'm done and you fully separate away from society yes some people can handle that and are built for that but that's where you get overwhelmed that's where you that's where you get trapped that's where you're like well i'm not going to be able to do this because i'm not going to be able to live it's about taking those small steps it's about stopping participating. It's about changing your mindset. It's about changing the way that you speak, the intentions that you speak, the way that you talk to yourself and to others and exactly what you put out there, right? It's all about, it's all about your diet. You and I have had this conversation, right? You and I have both made videos on this, that your diet isn't just what you eat. It's what you consume with all of your senses and what you consume, what you surround yourself with. That's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to experience. So and i'm sure even between the four of us we all experience something different based on what we put out into the universe right i'm sure my for you page is very different from yours and it gets even weirder at <laughs> fucking 2:30 in the morning right oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know it's it's about transmuting that energy it's about taking that breath and understanding that this isn't this isn't all shitty and we we can we can change how we use certain things and the way that we live our lives and slowly step away from that and start to see that massive change i mean we already have we had, had, um, we've already made these these changes. We've already started this movement.
1: I had this one comment, and it, to me, it's kind of like this fear mindset where somebody said um, they control everything. We need permission to get married. We need permission to drive. We need permission to this. If if you were to stand up to any of this, they're going to bring the UN in and all that. But if so, take something like the deodorant and put it on a a larger scale of like the the whole driving thing. I'm sure you guys have seen some videos on the for you about how you don't really need a driver's license. You don't need to register your car. You don't need license plates. You're permitted to travel without um, commercial intentions without any of that stuff, right? So you got a few guys out there driving around with, without license plates and they're recording the cops and they're telling them you don't know the law and whatever. So, so some of these guys are kind of getting away with this and they're winning in court, but put that on a collective scale, right? Because this person's worried about, oh, they're gonna bring UN soldiers in and, and they're gonna force us all to have driver's license. Well, if we all pick a day and we take our license plates off the car and put them in a pile and throw our driver's license in there and trash all of it, what are they gonna do? There's no more license plates, there's no more IDs, there's no more. How do they enforce that? If the collective come together and detach from that system, what do they do? The DMV just goes away at that point because we all decided we're not gonna participate. What are they gonna do?
2: I've been I mean, speaking about that forever. Yeah,
0: but I mean, yeah, I never <laughs> thought about it that way. Um, well, mentioning people that disagree. Then they put the hateful comments and like, you know, we were talking about earlier. I don't, I really don't understand what's, why they do that. What benefit they get out of doing that? Because, I mean, why should I care what what your opinion is? If it differs from mine, I'm happy for you. You know, yeah, we could talk about it, but I'm not into writing a uh, hateful comment, you know, I mean. I just don't I just don't I I don't understand that.
2: Cuz if you hurt say people. something that
1: brings me out of my comfort zone
2: It's hitting their internal model.
1: It, they're they're in their lower chakras of anger and fear like they want to respond to that like you just said something I don't agree with or I I didn't grow up believing it. It hurts their feelings. <laughs> I
3: mean, I you do get a lot Sure. What Alan? So nobody likes when you poke holes in their reality. Yeah. So they lash out at you.
2: Here's well, I my think this
1: here's...
3: whole thing. A little different, though. What? Because I mean, we're thinking of this on a massive scale, right? Like a massive scale of awakening and and turning against the system. But this whole thing's built for us to be hypocrites. Every aspect of our lives is built to be dependent on a system. So the the f- whole first step of it is people got to realize that it's it's us or them. And as soon as you lash out and like argue with somebody else, you're no better than they are, because that's exactly what they want. It's
1: hard. You know to I mean, composure.
3: so yeah, I I encourage argue. I mean, I'll encourage conversations at all costs. Like you can do that in my comment section. But once you get mad at somebody for having a different opinion, like that was forced to you. You don't have that. You only have a separate opinion because you believe something you were told instead of thinking for yourself. Otherwise when somebody questions what you think, it wouldn't make you upset.
2: It just you know amazes I mean? me how many people just can't, okay, so you're upset, just scroll. Like no, I don't, that's the part yourself, that I don't understand is the energy that people put into just being an asshole.
3: It's cause that's, that's what they were told to do. Literally, you're like, you're telling them that they're wrong. That they're, they're they're, everything that they've been brought up on and raised on is wrong. That's So they lash out. like it's it's brainwashing so we've done it since birth since you came out of your mom you've been brainwashed on how to live and how to be and how to act yep and we're doing this on a massive scale like there's regeneration for, generations. Of out there. for gen- yeah exactly yeah. so it's the it's the energy you know what i mean it's it's you got to go to war in your comment section just like we do on our videos you know what i mean and try to get people like i'll i'll try to talk somebody down before i block them or, or clap back at them because that's where it starts. It's the energy that we're putting out and we don't fucking know anything either. I don't know. Like I, my theories are great and I, and I believe in them and there's some I'll die on. But in the end, I don't fucking know either.
2: Mm-hmm. I heard something interesting the other day that you can't believe something that you know. Like if you know it, then you know it and you can't believe it. Believing in something is believing in something that you, believing is only in the unknown. Once you know it, you can no longer believe because it's fact, you know it now. But mm-hmm. believing can only be in something that you don't know. And I thought that that was an interesting take on it.
3: Like, how are you going to full-fledged, like, believe in something that you can't see and prove with your hands and your own eyes? To the point where you're going to argue with another human being over it mm-hmm. and get emotional. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because
2: you're wrong doesn't make me right. And just because yeah. I'm right doesn't necessarily make and you wrong. How do
3: we, either one of us, know if we're right or wrong if we can't exactly. sit here and be like, here. This is this is this. If you can't do that, physically do that, then neither one of us are right. So we're going to get pissed off at each other.
2: Right. But I'm allowed to have a conversation about it. I'm allowed to Absolutely. have different thoughts and opinions about shit, but it doesn't. Jesus Christ. just Let's
3: talk about it. And we can agree to disagree all day long. Yeah, it's
2: fine. Yeah. Like,
1: I'm not going to. We don't have to draw any lines in the sand. The, Why questions, is it like this? the questions actually help each other, too. Like Absolutely. Like, so I would i did this one video about the laughing face emoji and i said i deem myself an authority to now call this the symbolism of indoctrination because people will put a comment on your video and it's always got to end in that laughing face emoji indicating that they're smarter than you or you're stupid right that's that's what that symbol has become now but it was through things through comments of questioning me like people would write something like oh, he talked about Jesus, what a laughing face emoji. Or he referenced the Bible, what a laughing face emoji. That's a book written by man, laughing face emoji. So I would kind of dig into, well, what are the other ideology behind the story of Jesus? And you find that there's a physiological ascension process of the oil that goes down through your, your chakras and rising up. You find that there's a physical... um belief of jesus where they think they've found the actual site of his crucifixion and there is also the story of jesus that is completely explained through the constellations and the worship of the sun right so now you have three different ideologies of what jesus is and it's because of questions like that that make you go search into this stuff and find out that it's not just the one story that you were taught as a kid there are three different beliefs on what's behind this? And to say something like the Bible is a man-written book, well what the fuck you think all the other books are that you you believe in yourself like to be your truth? They were all written by man too. So like you need to stop thinking that there's just one answer or there's just one idea. This is about asking these questions and stop battling with each other. You you can propose another idea to somebody. Let somebody open up to the, the idea that there's three different explanations for this one topic.
3: Dude, the way I handle organized religion is I could care less. If, if it's about being a good person and you're not forcing it on other people or attacking my kids with it, then I'll, I'll listen to it all day long. But don't make me believe it. I don't think I'm a bad person because I don't and that goes with every single religion out there like i wasn't raised that way but i'm not looking down at you because you believe somebody in the sky is looking after you that's cool man be a good person but uh, well you're gonna attack me because i don't i i can't i can't follow the bible i mean the bible is weird man if you're looking at it from my perspective but i'm not saying it's not true and i'm not going to judge you if you full-fledged believe in it that's awesome because it's about being a good person and doing good and in a positive energy on the planet, like let's go. Why are we arguing?
2: Here's my thoughts on that whole thing. If you need somebody in a book and the uh, the threat of their wrath for not being a good person to be a good person, are you really a good person? Because if there's only if you're only being a good person because of the consequences that might happen to you of not being a good person, then you're really not a good person. Yeah, and that and that boils to-, to go here. Huh.
3: You got to follow the script or you're not going. Yeah.
2: It. And to kind of like wrap this all back up into where we started with the listener emails about the 2065 and the second coming. I don't I don't think that there's like I don't think that Jesus is just going to like show up and be like, hey, y'all, and, like walk across the fountain pond. But I think that the, the Christ is the Christ consciousness. I think that that's mm-hmm. I think that that's what that is. And I think that the 2065, the second coming. That's going to be that full unity of of everybody kind of expanding their consciousness and tapping into, into that other frequency and us kind of all being on the same page and that other reality kind of fully dissolving. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think it's a, it's a second coming of a person fucking showing up. I think that Jesus was a guy, right, that was trying to spread the message of awareness and staying present and that everything's connected and that we need to honor those things. And it got hijacked and misconstrued and mistranslated and big chunks of that left out right in order to push this narrative so that they could make more money and line their fucking pockets
1: yep so when it when you when you talk about like the bible or any re- religion for that matter there is exoteric and esoteric truth right so you have just like the general story of say let's let's say like Noah's Ark or something the esoteric belief of that is there actually is a is a boat that they put all these animals on and um sorry my battery's dying um the the esoteric truth is just believing the, the general and the physical part of that the e- esoteric is like taking the mythology or understanding that story and like using that to your benefit. And I think a lot of people just get stuck on the exoteric truth of it. Like this, there's no boat. We didn't find the boat. There's, there's no proof or I guess it's like a matter of not being able to cross those, two forms of truth to find your own belief but what you said earlier about knowing and believing being two separate things that holds a lot of weight because you find out on your spiritual journey that there is a difference in knowing and believing in something so God, I
2: there, there oh, yeah. is a difference in between in believing and and in, in knowing something. And that kind of that kind of leads us into uh, segment three here with the question of the week. And we did something a little different with the question of the week this week. So we did a live. And, well, I did a video, but then we went on a live, and I got a whole bunch of answers from people. So the question of the week was, could we successfully bond with life from another planet? So I want to get your guys' answers real quick here, and then I'll read uh, what we got from the goose. What do you think? I
0: think yes. Yes, we can. Uh, you know, when will that be? Will that be when we have to put all of our differences uh, aside and come together? I don't know. But I think, as of right now, a large uh, majority would be able to bond with another life form.
2: Joe?
0: I'm going to
1: venture to say that yes, and we already have. That's a good answer.
3: Alan? Alan? I mean, what are you talking about bond? I don't mean to take it there, but...
2: I mean, I've bonded with my dog.
3: Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And what define alien.
2: Alien is anything... So for me, alien is anything non-human, non-of-this-earth, right? So alien could be anywhere from orbs and spirit guides and energy to literally like what they want us to believe that aliens are i believe that everything in the water is alien that's a whole nother fucking dimension you're messing with there right and you're telling me that fishing isn't just an alien abduction like all of a sudden like joe and fred are chilling as fish and then like fred just fucking get launches out of his world he doesn't understand right right because, could you that, imagine? Case, could you I'm could full like, full could full imagine full. throwing Fred back into <laughs> the pot? He's like, "Bro, you're not gonna believe this shit." <laughs>
3: <laughs> in that case, absolutely. I think they're already here. I think we have I, been for a long time.
2: I, I completely agree too. We had a lot of people. So we had. So I took a mark of just like the yeses and the noes. So we had ten people say yes, just flat out yes. And Then we had eight people say no. And Then we had no because we can't even bond with each other, which I thought was valid point. Valid fucking point. Um, Yes, if we lead with love and not fear. Yes, we probably already have and they're already here. Um, I love people, but it's not yet possible. It's contingent on people. They may already be here in disguise. No, because humans cause havoc wherever we go. (sighs) Don't know until they're here, honest about what there is. And they're honest about what there is. And human nature would try and dominate peaceful aliens. Those were the answers that we got from that. So, yeah, I
0: totally agree with that. So, uh, what did you pick for the new question of the week? We're just
2: going to pick a random one out of the book this week. Cool. Oh. oh, God. See, this is, I get stuck reading them and I'm like, ah, is that a good one?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's do this one. This is the first one that I read. Will it ever be possible to live in a society that is free of violence and conflict? I feel like that kind of is perfect for what we talked about with bullying in the comment section and everything else. So will it ever be possible to live in a society that is free of violence and conflict is going to be the question for this week and I will be making a video for that one and maybe we'll do another live. I don't know. That was kind of fun. I did download oh, yeah. that live. So that yeah. will be up here soon. We, uh, goose and I did a dual live on TikTok when we asked the questions, it was a good live. Yes, um, so I did, I did download that one. So that one will be, I think we're going to put snippets up on, on YouTube yes. of that. Is that what we're doing? Yep. And then who's picking the, uh, the TikToker of the week this week. Oh, uh, that's me too. You Yeah. I, So the TikToker of the week, um, because I know that she's been going through some hard times here and she has always, always been a longtime flocker, been around for a while and just recently has started kind of coming out of her shell. And I always enjoy seeing like I have this bird like perspective of the flock. Right. And I get to see all of you. Grow and like your content change and coming out of your shells and doing things that I know would n- never really be done before. Like you wouldn't do them, right? Totally stepping and I- and I'm here for this growth. Um, so the one person that I do want to shout out this week is going to be Sly.
0: Yeah. So Sly is our TikToker of the week. You can find them on TikTok at. Uh, Shit,
2: is, man, it, she is it fly on the fly is it sly on the fly i know she's something else in the in the uh what is she in the uh starlight zen in the youtube chat
3: okay is she here is she in the chat there she
2: is. yeah sly on the fly it's uh starlight sly zen the in the fly. chat
3: she's one of my people just i just let throw that out there i've <laughs> been following her and friends with her since I can't even remember how long. Ago. Yeah,
2: she's been a long time. Fly- I think she's yeah. been around like since the garage days. She's an amazing
3: person. Yeah. So and
0: show her some love.
3: If you're not following her, you should be mm-hmm. All
2: right,
0: no more. Sure. Well, chaotic. I want to thank you for coming on. You're welcome back anytime. So I love being great here. Great you. discussion. I just kind of sat back and let you guys just, you know,
2: I know you were in a totally different oh, position. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just kicked back.
0: <laughs> but you're welcome back anytime Joe always pleasure having you on You're welcome back anytime Is there anything that you guys want to say Before we wrap things up And close it out for this week
3: Spread good energy It's really If it's not six feet It's not that deep <laughs>
2: Just don't be an asshole That's not right. Just stop being an asshole It's not that hard uh,
1: yeah.
2: Joe right. final Joe? thoughts
1: I would say that um, you you need to speak out about this stuff too. Don't just sit on the sidelines because this is important. Don't live in the fear of these people coming and attacking you. It it is going to happen. You got to learn how to handle that, but it's important to just, you know, like I was talking about earlier with, with the battles between these people, you need to keep, speak in what it is you feel is the truth and open those possibilities up to in other people's minds because there may be three different truths associated with one idea and you're never going to be able to pick one if all you know is one of them
2: you're never alone in what you're thinking or what you're going through you're never alone well, um started. and so that that kind of wraps us up oh, here yeah. and yeah, that's very so well we, said too yeah so Absolutely. we got the So the flocking podcast we host here at Chew Bubblegum, Just Listen, and um, or the Flocking Network does, which has the Flock podcast. And we do that every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. And this week's special guest, we have Paul coming on. We're going to be talking about Nazi mattresses. So I'm here for that. Looking forward to that.
0: Um, Also, you can, like she said, you can check out the Flocking Network on YouTube. And be sure to check out Rebecca Short on TikTok. Just look for username at Flocking Queen. That'll do it for this week. Remember, we all have a voice. If we stand together, we can make the world a better place. We'll see you next week. So long for now.
2: Maybe I'm not leaving. Maybe I'm just going home. And this is me reminding you that the more things change, the more they stay the same. That was very good. Thank
0: you.
2: Much better than the bathroom humor you're trying to set me up with. All right. I have
0: no (laughs) idea what you're talking about. Thanks for listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail for Here to Chew Bubblegum at 606-373-3396. Tune in next time as we dive deeper into things the government doesn't want us to know.